welcome to Grandiose Grammar. I'm Aoife, a grammar enthusiast and a lecturer at Philips Universität Marburg. I've been thinking about make and do this week. To start with, I'm going to tell you a true story and afterwards I'll get into the nitty gritty of the problem. As some of my listeners already know, I believe that sand is an abomination. Sand has a plastic first cousin, which is even more abominable, namely glitter. Glitter has all the haptic qualities of sand, in that it's teeny, tiny, gritty and nasty to touch. But it has another quality that's even more awful. It's made from plastic. And its third awful quality is that it sparkles. And everyone knows there's nothing sparkly or fun about microplastic that takes forever to biodegrade. Anyway, this week I have received not one, but two cards made of paper and glitter, and both of these abominations were made in Germany. On opening the envelopes and discovering that I had accidentally glitter-bombed my kitchen, which in turn almost made me cry, I immediately made the decision to bin the cards to prevent further contamination of my home with glitter. As glitter rained from the cards into the bin, it made a rather pleasing sound. After that, I made myself a cup of tea and contemplated sending my family and friends return glitter bombs. But instead, I settled for texting the culprits. My little story highlights all the ways that make can be used properly. Made introduces both the material and origin of the cards. Made produced the reaction that I almost cried. Made indicates a plan or decision. Made indicates a sound. And finally, it tells you about a drink. Now, you might be wondering why I bothered to tell you this story. But cast your mind back to a few weeks ago when I wrote a blog entry on fossilised errors. You'll remember that these often arise from a transfer error from German or a collocation that's been translated directly from German into English. The verbs make and do frequently fall victim to these types of errors. While Germans make business, make drawings, make exams, make sport, make exercise, make jobs, make homework, make parties, make fun, make holidays and make photos, English speakers do not. Instead, we do business and we do drawings and we do exams. Sometimes we take or sit exams. We also do sport and exercise and jobs and homework. English speakers throw parties and have fun but we take holidays and we take photos. In English, we do work, we do jobs, we do chores or tasks, and we do some non-specific activities. So here's a do story that demonstrates this. After I dumped the glitter bombs in the bin, I had to do a bit of cleaning to remove the glitter from the floor. I couldn't just stand there and do nothing. I had to do something to get rid of the teeny, tiny, shiny abominations on the floor. After I had drunk my calm-me-down tea, I did the dishes. Hopefully this has helped you to wrap your head around the difference in usage between make and do in English. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, feel free to contact me via the contact form on grandiosegrammar.com or over on Twitter. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.